Ignite your life with passion and purpose. Your health, your wealth, your happiness. Make it good. This is Modern Love with Dr. Brenda Wade. A big thank you to Rainbow Grocery, our favorite grocery store here in the San Francisco Bay Area, for being our sponsor, because a healthy body is a sexy body. Oh, and what gets in the way of our health, our wealth, our happiness, our relationships, every part of our lives more than anything else? Can you guess what it is? It's fear. Fear, 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 fear. It's always there. Sometimes it's present, we're aware of it. Sometimes it's just kind of peeping its head up out of that part of the mind that we call subconscious. And it gets in the way. We're going to talk about it today and how you can transform it and use it for your own power. Think about that. Transforming it, fear, into power. By facing our fears instead of running from them, we not only minimize them, but we strengthen ourselves to face, overcome even bigger challenges. In fact, we're going to talk today about emotional emancipation. We can emancipate ourselves from fear, and we have a special guest today who's an expert in emotional emancipation. It's Dr. D. Carroll. And here at Modern Love, Modern Love Training, Modern Love Radio, we know that real healing accelerates when we can face fear because fear is the enemy of love. I've worked for years with couples all over the world, thousands and thousands of couples in workshops, trainings, on the road, via television as the expert on the Dr. Oz show, all of that. And I can tell you that when couples start to fall apart, at the root is a fear, some kind of fear. So I want to invite you to join me live and in person for one of our once-a-month Modern Love Trainings here in our San Francisco Modern Love Training Center. You can hit me back to get more information at www drbrendaway.com or directly love, L-O-V-E, at docwade, D-O-C-W-A-D-E, dot com. Second Saturday of every month, live in-person intensive training, and I will tell you more about what people say about those trainings and how fast they can accelerate transformation in their lives. First, let's do our Dear Dr. Brenda question Keep your questions coming. This one is a doozy. I have two best friends who've been in a serious relationship for five years. They recently got engaged and are scheduled to be married at the beginning of next spring. The woman and I were hanging out, having some girl time, when she got a phone call and left the room. When she got back, I asked her about the call. She finally admitted she has another man on the side that she's been seeing for six months. I'm at a complete loss. I'm loyal to both of my best friends, and I don't want to be trading one's trust or be responsible for a breakup. 
I don't want to see them go through with a wedding that I don't think should happen. Should I tell her fiancé she's cheating, or should I stay out of this, stuck in the middle? Look, stuck, you need to get unstuck. It is not your job to keep your friends secret, nor is it your job to get in the middle and tell your tell her fiancé she's cheating. I would advise you to tell your friend that you're in a very tough spot because you love them both, you want them both to be happy, that you know, just like I know, that you can't start a marriage off with a lie and expect it to be healthy. So encourage her to come clean and to tell her fiancé the truth. And if she really wants to be in that relationship, she's going to have to do the work on why at this moment she's doing something that clearly will sabotage it and encourage her to do the work regardless. She needs to look at what pattern in her life is leading her to do something so out of integrity, so dishonest, that she's actually creating a destructive pattern, not just for the marriage, but for herself. All right, stuck. get unstuck, speak your truth, but it's not your job to get in the middle of your friend's relationship. Let me move on and introduce you to our special guest. We have Dee Carroll, who's a Ph.D., And she is a speaker, a coach, a consultant dedicated to helping people liberate themselves from their past, especially their fears, and reinvent their lives. After a devastating setback in her own life, Dr. D beat the odds to create a beautiful life for herself, and she's determined to help you do the same. As the emotional emancipation doctor, she aims to lead you to success, empower you to achieve your goals, and guide you to where you want to be. So it is so wonderful to have Dr. D join us, and her book is Emotional Emancipation, Step into Your Freedom, Reinvent Your Challenges, and Move Beyond. Dr. D, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Dr. Brenda. I am so excited to be here. Oh, I'm excited to have you here because fear is one of those things that we've all experienced. I know I've experienced it in my own life, and it can sometimes be debilitating. How did you get interested in this being a core part of your coaching, your teaching, your consulting? You've even appeared before the United States Senate's Committee on Housing and Urban Affairs. You've been everywhere. How did you get focused on fear? Well, it's a personal story. I ran a multi-million dollar business for 28 years. Hmm. And during that time, uh, HR management consulting firm, doing very well, I mean, blessing others, which is why we're all here in the first place. Mm -hmm. Uh, I always say to myself that I paid mortgages, tuitions, uh, rent, you know, put kids, you know, in private school. I did it all because I was successful, and it meant that I should give back. Never Mm -hmm. thinking, Dr. Brenda, never thinking for one minute that, one of the people closest to me would betray me. I had a CFO who was literally running two sets of books and Uh presenting one to myself and the board of directors and had a real one 
that he kept hidden. When I realized anything, he had misappropriated so much money, I lost everything. I literally had to start over. I lost my business, uh, my investments, my marriage went up in smoke, wow. uh, my retirement, you name it. And so during that time, I was at an all-time low, literally one night I can bed. imagine. Oh. Yes, yes. Crying, looking at the ceiling, praying and crying some more, and thought about suicide. I really came to know and understand why people commit suicide because they feel like they have nothing, nothing to live for, nothing to hold on to, nowhere to go, no direction whatsoever. Mm. And it was at that moment, Dr. Brenda, that I realized that I had to pull myself together and I had to own this fear and not allow fear to own me. I oh, had to interesting. get in touch. Yes, That's a big yes. shift. Yes. Own yes. the fear instead of the fear owning you. Everybody, you might want to write that down. That was good, Dr. D. I like it. Thank I'm writing you. it down. Yes. So and, fear and will take it? over, won't it, and just own oh, us. It will direct your life. It will guide you. It will just totally tear up the inner you. And that's what keeps us grounded, our mm-hmm. inner selves. Mm-hmm. And when fear gets in there, you know, it's all over. So people result to um, substance abuse or they want to commit suicide. Something as simple as hiding under the bed or going in the closet, never to come out. You're so embarrassed. Everything. Fear controls What were you uh, most afraid mood. of when you went through this big betrayal and all those losses, what was the fear? What was the core of it? What were you most afraid of? I was afraid of where do I go from here? You know, starting over. I was afraid of of facing myself, facing my family, my friends. I was afraid of the unknown. I was Mm -hmm. afraid of... So with your family and friends, mm -hmm. you're saying... Uh, basically the fear of what are they going to think of me? Is that what it was? Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah what the are they going to think? Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Absolutely. And let me and, just say this. A lot of mm-hmm. people can relate. I know you can to what Dr. D is saying because that fear of losing face, that fear that people yes. will think I'm not who I thought I was, all of that is so hard because we forge an identity. When the identity is lost, there's this feeling of, well, who am I? Is that part of what you're saying? Yes, that's part of what I'm saying. In addition to the number of people that are depending on me, Mm. I have a responsibility to so many people. And how am Mm. I going to let them down? You know, how do I deal with that? Wow. Okay, so here's a very complex thing, and everyone, make a note. Fear can come in so many forms, but I do want to say, Dr. D., it's been my experience that the loss of face, what will people think of me? Who Mm -hmm. am I if I don't have the big job and all the money and I can't help everybody else? Because a lot of us get our identity from what we can do for others, 
even more than who we are ourselves. So you're making a very powerful point, and I know that this affects relationships. We'll talk about those in a little bit. But how did you get up off that bed where you were considering taking your own life because of the fear of what people might think? As I continue to dissect this thing called fear and try to understand and get in touch with my inner self, I came up with fear is nothing more than an equation which consists of trials, tribulations, and adversities. Well, guess what? In life, they're coming. No one is immune from these life-happen moments. Mm-hmm. So that's for sure. Why not pull, yes. <laughs> why not pull myself back together and learn and grow from this? So and one of the things under- that struck you mm-hmm. is that everybody gets a turn at feeling all of this anxiety, all of this fear. This is a part of life because most yes. of us don't want to accept that it's part of life. I know, but. It's there. Now, oftentimes we're shielded from it. Uh, We may be shielded by our parents. Uh, If we're in a relationship, a spouse can shield you from some of it. There there are different ways to be shielded, but ultimately it's going to catch up with you. It's going to catch up with you. Mm -hmm. So once we understand that fear is a part of your trials, tribulations, and adversities, and once you understand that those things are necessary for growth. Now, why are they necessary Mm -hmm. for growth? Break that down, Mm -hmm. would you? Yes. There is no growth without adversity. Imagine when a person catapults, you know, they sprint in life. It may be on the job. It may be on the marriage, in the marriage. It may be in a family situation. But... The majority of the time, that is coming as a result of some adversity, that growth. You've gone through something. You've decided to work through it. You've decided to embrace that challenge and get from where you are to where you want to be. Now, how do we take the adversity? How do we take the challenge and actually transform it into growth? What's the process that you are advising? Because you've been through, oh, my God, what a challenge. Because that challenge had everything in it. That had betrayal of someone you trusted. It had loss of financial standing, loss of, I'm sure, family and friends as well as your marriage. I mean, that was like... If you go to the catalog and pick challenges, that's like one of the supreme challenges that you went through. Yes, yes. And I tell you, um, the thing that I came up with is freedom, freedom. And I have, I use that word, I have that as my acronym, and I'll share with you what they are. The F is Forgive yourself and others. Forgiveness is key. Now, how did you forgive the person who had stolen all this money and set you up? Okay. That was very difficult. That was extremely difficult. I can imagine. I've been on the train of being betrayed, and it takes a lot to get to forgiveness. How did you get there? 
Well, a lot of prayer, a lot of uh, self-assessment, a lot of awareness, and understanding that this is my life. It's not his life. Right now, he is running my life, and until I take it back from him, I will not be who I am destined to be. Hmm. So I had to control my own destiny. So I needed the opportunity to break free, and that equated to forgiveness. Now, how do you get to forgiveness? You said prayer, and ultimately that that person doesn't run your life, you do. You know, The Course in Miracles, one of the books that I love, says forgiveness is the key to happiness. Yes. Were you able to get to a point that you could reclaim your happiness? How? I just, you know, I want our listeners to get as many of the signposts, as many of the the guidance pieces that you can give. You said pray, realize that person will run your life if you continue to live in fear and live in anger and resentment. Yes. Is there anything else that you would Absolutely. recommend? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Courage. You mm. have to have courage. And once you find that courage, then you have to have conviction and confidence in yourself. Hmm. Those are crucial. Confidence in yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's a tall order when we've been knocked down by life to have confidence. I know one of the things when I was going through, I call them the dark night of the soul, going through one of my dark nights of the soul that involved betrayal and being dragged through court and financial losses and uh, a lot Mm -hmm. of things similar to what you're describing. One of the things I did was I actually took out my calendar. I opened my phone and every single day of the week I scheduled something that was going to be support for me, whether it was talking to a friend who had agreed Mm -hmm. to talk to me on that day, whether it was a class whether I even hosted a meditation group in my home because my children were little and I couldn't go out uh, every night of the week, I would have people come to my home so that I would have not just support but positive energy because I needed that uplift so badly during that time so that I could heal and be present to take care of my children. That's a tall order, and that's exactly what you have to do, Dr. Brin. You have to discover what you need for yourself. Keeping in mind, though, that accepting reality, it's done. There's nothing you can do to change that. So now mm. you want to take responsibility and embark on total resolution in your head. Mm-hmm. You know what I like, too, Dr. D, that you said? You said that there's no growth without challenge. And one of the questions I learned to frame, and this brings me to how fear operates in relationships, because a lot of people bring their fear of abandonment, their fear of being hurt, their fear of being betrayed like they were before, like the person who wrote the question has this fear of her friends, um, betrayal. You know, we bring all of those fears into a relationship, and I find that a lot of people 
have that fear actually sabotage their relationship because they're trying to hide it, trying to overcompensate for it. They don't just come right out and say, you know, uh, I had a parent that was missing, so I'm always afraid of abandonment, or I was abused as a child, so I have Mm -hmm. all these defense mechanisms because I'm afraid you'll hurt me. If we can face our fears, I find working with couples, that's when we have the opportunity to really transform What's your experience and advice in terms of how fear can get into a relationship? Well, I, again, I can speak from personal experience because it wasn't my first marriage. I've had several, but this was the one that I thought, okay, this is it. I am going to work. Before, it didn't matter. You know, okay, we got a problem. Let's move on. But this one really was the one that I was putting the emphasis on, and I had the commitment and the dedication. And so to have that, you know, uh, go through this up and down turmoil kind of situation, I was so afraid there because I did not want that to happen. I didn't want that to happen. But I can tell you, If you maintain hope, faith, and trust in your survival skills, because that's where we are when we're facing fear, we have to find out what skills do we have to lead with to survive this chaos. And you, once you understand that and you get your hope centered around those skills and put your faith and your trust in there. And if you have a supreme being, which I do, and that's God, you know, you do what you need to do with your interactions and become, uh, you know, involved and, and engaged, if you will, and communicate, then you can get this process going. You can get it started. Hmm. So what you're saying is there's a spiritual solution as well as emotional, as well as the communication, as well as having faith in yourself. So we've moved through some of the letters and the acronym. I'm spelling it out here. You know, there's, there's a lot there. Now, what about the person who has betrayed you? a colossal betrayal, how do you get to that deep forgiveness that really does set you free? Well, I tell you, it, it, is, it is a personal thing, and what works for you may be a little bit different for someone else. But for me, I had to really embrace the possibilities. And when I say that, To me, looking at the situation, there was no way out, Dr. Brenda, no way out in my mind. Once I embraced the possibility, I changed my perception of the situation, then I was able to change my mindset. Now, how did you change the perception to from this person betraying, stealing, lying, you know, doing all the stuff they did? How did you change your perception? My perception 
was it was over for me. It was oh. over. There was no way out. It was over for me. So once I changed my perception that, hey, something as simple as I can take these lemons and make lemonade, okay, I can take this negative situation and now turn it into something positive. But that took a minute because you had some sleepless nights and suicidal thoughts. That took a minute. How did you go from... Being on the bed thinking, maybe I should just end it because I don't know who I am anymore and people might not love me anymore because I'm not doling out all the goodies the way I used to, to saying I'm going to make some lemonade out of these lemons. Well, I decided that I needed to reinvent me. Hmm. And America, there's nothing more than a comeback story. America loves a comeback story, okay? And I thought, you know what? You can be the comeback kid of all time. Why would you why would you think about walking away from this? Take this and turn it into something positive. So, okay. So you decided you were going to be the comeback kid. And I know that you've already shared with us that you use your spiritual tools and spiritual strength. What about support from other people? What role did that play for you? That was really very key as well when I got to that point. Because you have to understand, I needed to do this for me. And I hid out. I was very, very good at hiding because I couldn't face anybody. I really Mm. couldn't even look myself in the mirror. Mm -hmm. So I hid out for a long time thinking about ways that I could help myself. And a lot of that was inward healing. A lot of that was getting beyond this slavery because emotional slavery is just as crazy as the slavery we went through, you know, um, and, and, you know, just getting through this whole thing called slavery, period. So right. the emotional slavery. And everybody it, has some form of slavery in their history. Yes. Yes. Everyone has yes. some place where in your family people were enslaved either to poverty or yes. maybe to addiction, or yes. maybe it was racism or sexism or anti-Semitism or any of those yes. kinds of projections. And today, with our political system being the way it is, this country oh, is yes. so divided. And it's not just America. This is true around the, around world, the world, that That's there right. are these divisions and people are operating. And I was so happy we get to talk about this today because people are operating from fear. Them against us. We're afraid of yes. them. They're going to get us. They're going to invade. Yes. They're going to take over our country. It's going on everywhere, you know, from yes. Italy to Turkey to the U.K. to Germany to America. It's everywhere, this us-against-them mentality, yes. and it breeds fear. So yes. on that level, on that level, and I know I'm, I'm shifting the topic a little away from mm-hmm. the personal, but I believe it starts with personal fear. 
fear of them versus us. How do we address those kinds of fears where we're projecting our fears and our, our old beliefs onto other people? Yes, because when you say around the world, people are hurting and they're in pain. So we really have to bring it back and not internalize it or not personalize it. We have to step back and look at the fact that we are not alone. We're not alone. What you're dealing with, a person across the pond is dealing with, and so forth and so on. So these trials and tribulations are plaguing and causing people to give up because they don't see a way out. Mm. And what we have to do, the greatest need for those who are impacted is not to be assisted outwardly by throwing somebody a bone. Instead, we have to get inward healing. The inward healing provides a renewal of the mind and all the way from our leadership, our leadership, national, international, state, local, that inward healing, the renewing of the mind has to take place. Yeah, because it's easy to manipulate people if you can frighten them. Because we have that part of our mind that wants to feel safe. And the minute we go into these fear reactions that we see happening politically, people don't realize they're being manipulated by their own tendency to feel insecure and feel fearful. So, Dr. D. Carroll, you get the last word. And before you give the last word, I want to let everyone know, again, the title of your book. The book is called... Emotional Emancipation, Step into Your Freedom, Reinvent Your Challenges, and Move Beyond. And you can reach Dr. D. Her website is Dr. D, D, E, E, Carol, C-A-R-R-O-L-L, that's D-E-E-C-A-R-R-O-L-L.com. And I really want all of you to do everything you can to pick up her book, connect with her material, because I want to say, as your modern love doctor, I know that fear is the underlying source of most of the things that make us sick physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. And above all, all that comes home to your relationship life. So let's do what Dr. D is encouraging, which is emancipate ourselves from fear. So what's your last word, Dr. Carroll? My final word to your listeners would be, your life is a book. Remember The first chapter is your birth. The last chapter is your death. And all the chapters in between represent the life you live. I submit to you that you must write your own story. Do not allow your story to be written for you. Ooh, I love it. And that's never more true, everybody, than when we talk about modern love. Thank you, Dr. D. Carroll. We appreciate you and everyone. Stay tuned for our upcoming programs. We've got some wonderful guests coming up in the next weeks. And a big thank you to LeGrand Green, our executive producer, Cliff Dunning, our associate producer. And join me November 8th, if you're listening to this podcast, 
passed before November 8th, go to Eventbrite right now and register yourself for our upcoming Modern Love Training. We're going to bring abundance of love. That is the name of the training, How to Create an Abundance of Love in Your Life. All right, everyone. Blessings. Be with you soon. Okay, that was good. Thank you very much. And uh, Legrand will send you a um, yeah. Legrand will send you a um, copy of the of the uh, recording, which goes on tonight at six thirty. Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. You were good. I really appreciate your material. I'm going to get your book. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Thank you, Cliff. I appreciate that. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Doctor Carol. Right. We'll be, we'll right. be in touch. Bye bye. Okay. Have a good one. Bye. The holidays, a time to give to others and yourself. At Metro, buy a select Samsung Galaxy or LG and get a second free with an unlimited LTE plan. We're talking massive HD screens, up to 64 gigs of memory, and an incredible 16 megapixel camera. It's happy holidays for you and them. Stop by Metro today. Metro by T-Mobile. Plus sales tax and activation fee. Free phone must be on new line of service. Phone free after all instant rebates. Free phone of lesser or equal value. If congested, the fraction of customers using more than 35 gigs per month may notice reduced speeds. And Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. See store for details and terms and conditions. Hi, I'm Holly from Safeway. Your grocery shopping just got easier thanks to same-day delivery through Safeway.com. Shop online and have your groceries hand-picked for you and then delivered to your home or office the same day. Plus, you'll get free delivery with your first online order. Service available in select areas and may be provided by a partner whose pricing and policies apply. Visit shop.safeway.com. This is Holly from Safeway and we'll be on your doorstep soon.